Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. For communityfcu.org, now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. You ready? Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, a hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. He like everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down top picking it up let's go he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds You know, baseball, funny game, man It'll it'll hurt you, it'll humble you It'll make you happy I mean, it's just A lot of emotions They're struggling And you know, we really, we just fought them. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they felt like over in their dugout that this was going to be their weekend to turn it all around. And uh, they probably will turn it around. I'm just glad that we got our, our couple of hands at a minimum and we're, we're getting out of here. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right. The Hogs get it done. Two out of three over at Ole Miss. Winning the series against the defending national champions who aren't defending particularly well in the Hogs West got a great performance out of the bullpen to secure the deciding game In uh, after they had to kind of shift the schedule around because of bad weather. But another freshman rising to the occasion, mm-hmm. Gage, Gage Wood. Wood. It makes you uh, wonder if Tigert gets back, mm-hmm. and it's the Tigert that we know, mm-hmm. if he can be a bullpen piece, a reliable bit bullpen piece, would they consider moving Hagen Smith back into the starting rotation? What about Tiger in the starting rotation? That's a possibility, too. Um, I, I w- but I wouldn't think he would be able to go five innings when he comes back. Maybe not. Uh, may maybe have to by build June. Up, but maybe by then. Yeah. By when it's time to go to Omaha. Possibly. Build yep. up the arm strength and, and see what he looks like. Yeah, their pitching rotation could look a lot different come the end of the season. So they've got a lot of room for improvement in that regard, which is awesome. I loved what they did this weekend, though. They didn't have to use Hagen Smith in Game 1, so they used him in Game 2 as a starter. <laughs> Ends up that's the one they lost. But uh, then uh, for you know they had McIntyre ready to go, a sick Will McIntyre for the third yep. game. And then the bullpen was ready to take over, and they did a great job. Yep, and uh, here's Gage Wood, the freshman, talking about how he's feeling right now after uh, a good performance this weekend. Yeah, it really just goes back to uh, really just finding, like, a switch in my head to where, like, I turn it on and, like, I have to know that I'm the guy and that I can get the job done instead of going out there, like, wondering as, as a young freshman, you know, like, I, I really just have to know that I can do it and that... I'm the man for the job and that I'm going to go out there and do it. So once I really figured that out and developed kind of like almost like a killer instinct, me and Coach Hobbs talked about it here a couple months back. And then once I started doing that, it's really just, it's helped some tremendously. I love it. Mm. Um, I am not going to give him a hard time about saying young freshman because it's redundant. But since he played so well this weekend, I can't give him a hard time. Uh, I'm going to give a, a game ball, too. I should have done this earlier. Caleb Cowley, speaking of confidence growing, two out of three, hit a bomb the other day and also played a very solid third yeah. base, started a 5-4-3 double play, and I thought he was really good in the field as well. Good to see him kind of being the player everybody anticipated when he came to campus. There was a lot of hype around him. We didn't really see that performance yet, but maybe he's treading the right direction. And afterwards, he talked about the offense for Arkansas. 
Uh, you know, the, the approach could have been better, but at the same time, like, you know, we did enough to score enough runs in, at the time that we needed them. Uh, you know, we scored more than them. So at the end of the day, I, know, I think it was a successful day on offense. Uh, you know, we, we got some big hits and big spots that we needed them. You sure did. Uh, we will bring in Bubba Carpenter in just a second. I got to mention, Softball West not quite as successful as the baseball team. They did get a walk off in the finale, though, to salvage one victory at Bogle Park against the top 10 Georgia team and a 4 3 victory. Arkansas now 28 11, 9 6 in conference play, and they go out of conference for a couple of games this week. They are returning the game in Conway against the Central Arkansas team that beat them earlier this year. And then they have a non-conference slate this weekend at home. Again, it's is it Vanderbilt that doesn't have a team? Is that right? I think that's right. So not everybody in the SEC plays, so you're going to get one of these weird weekends. Yeah, you have an odd weekend every yeah. year, every yeah. week. So yep. in, in Arkansas, it's tomorrow night versus UCA, April 11th. That's right. Very good. Okay, let's, uh, let's head out and talk to Bubba Carpenter. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. We are here at Rebsman Golf Course. If you're just tuning in, we are taking non-perishables until three golf tournaments underway. We've already had a hole-in-one, and there's Hope, and she is looking uh, just great today in her stupid morning mayhem T-shirt. Um, anyway, Bubba, welcome. How are you? Doing well, guys. How you? How y'all doing? Bubba, we're good. Are you okay? Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you might be battling some allergies or something. I couldn't tell. You sound a little funny, but maybe it's just my ears. I'm getting old, you know. I got a new phone, so maybe that's it. Oh, okay. Well, let's just move on. I'm more worried about the content. You sound just dandy. You're fine. All right, so Arkansas <laughs> gets another series win, and uh, those clowns over in Oxford got to throw their beers in the air once, and that was cool, but Arkansas wins the war for the weekend, which was nice to see. Uh, we were just talking about a couple of guys. You know, the freshmen continue to rise to the occasion. They've had to reshuffle things in the rotation. And it was Gage Wood getting the praise from Dave Van Horn afterwards. Three strong innings from him, one earned run, closing things out after Will McIntyre gave a gutsy effort. I know he was under the weather. And I was a little surprised, like, well, his pitch count's low. What are they doing? Then I, then I had realized that he was not, not feeling very well. And what he had pulled off was impressive. And, of course, then you know Dylan came in and gave up the home run to one of the best hitters we're going to see this year. But uh, good job by, by Wood closing it out. So um, what would you like about what he did, and what, what do you think about his potential, I guess, moving forward? I tell you, I've said all along, Gage Wood's going to be a stud. He's, uh, I've kind of watched him grow up playing, you know, showcase baseball during the summer. I've got to see him pitch. Uh, he's always been a starter, so this is a new role for him. And I think it's part of it's just taking him the time to adjust to coming out of the bullpen. He's not used to doing that. Um and, you know, I think you could tell the, the more he pitched, uh, the better he got. He ended up throwing 54 pitches. You could just see him getting better every inning. But that's huge to have him, and, and he's confident. You know, he's not phased by the moment. Um, I think he just goes in, and, and he loves the competition. He loves the challenge. He loves to be the guy out there with the ball. And that, that's what you want for a true freshman. What is it, uh, you know, his fastball, it's electric, but it's not like uh, we see with Ske- you know Paul Skeens at LSU. A, a hundred- what makes his fastball so difficult to hit and catch up to? First of all, he's, he's, he's not a tall guy. I mean, they, they list him, I believe, at six foot, like 210, something like that, but I don't think he's six foot. Uh, he's probably closer to 5'10", so he's got a lower synergy. So when uh, a lower arm slot. So when he releases that ball, Wes, he's releasing it at a lower point so it stays really flat in the zone. He throws 93 to 95, um, and he's got a curveball that's 75 miles an hour. Now he's, now he's got the feel for his slider back, which is low 80. So that's a good three-pitch mix that he's out. But the fact that he can throw the, the breaking ball at 75 and throw the fastball at 95, 20 miles an hour difference is huge. It's hard for a hitter to adjust to that. Yeah, you throw in that slider, too, and that's one of the reasons, I guess, why he can go 
three innings, you know, because you you can mix it up. It's not necessarily, you know, closer coming in just throwing fastball, fastball, and then working in another pitch. But you go three innings, you start to see a, a, some batters for a second time. Uh, they've seen your stuff one time through. you got to be able to have some other pitches to show them the next time around. Yeah, you're right. Having that third pitch for him is huge. He's always had the slider, but he kind of lost the feel for it. I know him and Hobbs have worked on it a lot in the in the in the pitching center, and they figured out a few things. Now they've got it. It's got a little bite on it now. So now instead of just game planning for two pitches, that third pitch makes a big difference. As a hitter, if you've only got two pitches to worry about, it's pretty easy. Yeah, hitting's easy there. But adding that third pitch in, he's also got to change up. Uh, he hadn't really had to use it, but eventually Gage will be a starter, and he'll mix in that changeup as well, give him a really good four-pitch mix. And so I think uh, I think maybe as early as next year, he'll be a guy that you see starting. How about Dylan Carter? He comes in for an inning and a third. He's been good this year, very solid for them in relief. Gives up a bomb and gets the win to get to 5-0. I mean, pretty, pretty interesting day for him. <laughs> you know, it's been... Uh, Dylan's been huge for us. If you look at all the guys in the bullpen, he's been the one guy that, I mean, he's come in and got some of the biggest outs of anyone in that bullpen. You know, he gave up a, a home run to Gonzalez, and, and a lot of people give up home runs to Gonzalez. He's going to be a first-round pick this year, so hopefully we're stuck into that. But I love the fact that when when they need somebody to get an out, Dylan wants the ball. He tells, he tells Hobbs and, and DBH all the time, look, Give me the ball. I'll take it as long as you need me to have. And, and I love that. Bubba, what do you think about just the overall winning two out of three against Ole Miss? Because you know some people look at it and Ole Miss is dead last. They're struggling, and uh, and the game that they lost, they didn't play well. Arkansas honestly did not play well. They, there were small plays in the field that they should have made and they didn't, and it cost them. But getting two out of three, your just overall feeling getting out of Oxford, getting that second win. Well, going to Oxford and and getting a getting a, a series win there is hard to do. People don't realize how hard it is, and that's a that's a tough place to play. Uh, so take two out of three, huge down there, guys. Now, the game that you lost is the game Hagen Smith is on the mound, and if. If you'd have told me going in that we'd have lost that game, I thought you were crazy. But we didn't play well. Hagan didn't have his best stuff. You know, we dropped the pop-up at first. We dropped the pop-up in the outfield. Those cost us a couple runs. Um, you know, the second inning where the bases loaded, nobody out. Uh, we got it. I mean, the bullpen's already up. Rebus would have been out of the game. You know, we'd have just gotten, we were one hit away from him being out of the game. As it turns out, we you know we, we end up not scoring anymore. We only get one out of that. He stays in the game and does really well. So we didn't play a, a really good game that day or that game. But, look, man, we won the series, and, and ultimately that's what matters, getting out of there with a series win. Bubba, I saw a very confident uh, Caleb Cowley this weekend, and I was glad to see him hit the bomb. And then I thought defensively he looked really solid as well, made a couple of nice plays over at third base. Is that a trend for him, or was that kind of a maybe a watershed moment for him? You think? You know what? I think it's I think it's the Caleb Kelly we thought he was going to be. You know, it's crazy that to think you know if you think back at Globe Life Field, I think he struck out seven at bats out of eight. He struck out and just looked totally lost at the plate. And it just goes to show you how how mental the game of baseball is. Now you look at him. Now he's a confident hitter. He's hitting the ball out to center, to right, to left. He's just power to all fields, but his outs are really good. Uh, he's making he's making loud outs. He's drawing walks now, uh, limiting strikeouts. So he's everything that we had hoped he'd be. And look, he's he's not Caden Wallace at third base. We're never going to have another Caden Wallace. He's not going to get to some of those balls. He doesn't have that range. But if you hit it, he can reach it. He's going to catch it, and he's going to throw to the right base and, and make an out for you. And that's that's what you want. And then and then we know he's going to drive in runs. How tough is it uh, when you look at the different venues? Where does Oxford rank up there? It's, it's probably right up at the top. It's hard places to go in and play. It really is. Um, there's just something about it. And then you, you you take in that, you got the fans, and then you got all the, the extra crap that Ole Miss players do, just all the eye service stuff, false hustle, all that stuff combined. It, it's a tough place to go play. Um, and I'm, I was proud of the guys going down there and getting two out of three. This weekend, 
Tennessee. Vols, and that just shows you how tough the SEC is. They're not the top team in the SEC East. Heck, they're not even close to the top when you look at the <laughs> SEC East. You know, it's crazy to think they they started out the season getting swept by Missouri. Um, they're five and seven overall. Uh, they've had some injuries like we have. Uh, they haven't been playing good baseball at all. They haven't been get, making plays on defense. They haven't been getting the timely hitting. Uh, but you know when they roll into town, Dicell is going to have them ready to play this weekend. It's going to be a fun series. I know a lot of people are coming in town for it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You can take their 5-7 and seven record and probably just throw it out the window, kind of like we said about Ole Miss this weekend, 1-8 and eight going into the weekend. You you can throw all that out when, when uh, Tennessee rolls into town. It's going to be exciting. The good news is they have the worst road record of anybody in the SEC at 1-6. and six. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that. but you know, Justin, when Vitellic brings that team into town, they're they're not thinking about that one and six road record. They're going to be ready yeah. to play, and um, it's going to be fun. It really is. And look, yeah. a, a lot of people, there's still a lot of hatred for Vitella because of the, the incident at home plate um, yep. with DVH. But that's just two guys that are high competitors going at it. Um, mm-hmm. Should it have happened right there? Probably not. Vitello's got to control himself a little bit, but I think he's kind of embraced the fact that he's kind of the 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 wild man in the SEC, and I think he likes it, and I think the team kind of likes that they feel like they're kind of the, I don't know the best way to describe them, but they like being the bad guys, and they yeah. embrace that role, and I think Vitello embraces it as a, as a head coach. Some of the weather looks really good, especially compared to, well, last weekend over in Oxford. <laughs> Um, this is going to be, we were talking about earlier, an electrifying weekend on campus. And you've got softball at home. You've got the football spring game. And as you mentioned, I mean, everybody's looking forward to seeing Tennessee come to town and try to get Arkansas to knock them off. Friday, 77 degrees. Saturday is a chance of rain, but right around 70. So it should be a good weekend. Hopefully the rain doesn't cause any problems for us. If Saturday's a good weather day, they could break the uh, attendance for a regular season game. I mean, when you think of yeah, the spring game, everybody in town yeah. going over to bomb that night, mm-hmm. Saturday night. Yeah, uh, I think if the weather holds up and clears up, it could be the biggest, most attended home game ever. Let's go with it. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And you know what, Friday, you know, Friday's a nationally televised game. Uh, Kyle Peterson's going to be here in town, um, so that's a big game Friday night as well. But I agree, Wes. I think. I think if the weather holds up on Saturday, it, we're going to pack that place in, and it's going to be loud, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. You guys coming to town for it? I will be up there. Sweet. So, yeah, maybe um, you need me to come up and bone your bat a little bit. Yeah, come on up. Yeah, we'll I'll try to pop up and say. Yeah, I'll try, I don't know if you're quite that desperate yet, but I'll definitely try to pop up and say hello. Um, this person says, clean, Zach. He says, "What's that?" I said, just keep it clean if you get on there. <laughs> oh, you know I will. You know I will. Um, will you ask Bubba about the baseball team busing to Ole Miss? Yeah, we were oh, talking yeah. to Hagen last week, and we were all like, he's like, oh, it was, honestly, it was the worst interview we've ever had with him because we couldn't hear him hardly because it was loud on the bus, and I think they were probably driving through some rain too. But that was a little surprising to us, I guess. It's not. It's a five-and-a-half-hour trip, I think. It's probably a 50-minute flight. I don't know what the thinking was there, but uh, is that normal? I guess that's just part of their deal. Do they normally do that? You know, I think they usually fly there. Um, I have no idea why they bust. I, you know, I heard DBH say it that that they were going to bust that, and I think he likes having the team together on bus rides. You know, that's a good way to build team camaraderie is to be on a bus together. I know when they went to uh, Globe Life Field, they bust there. Um, mm-hmm. I think they do it every once in a while. I just think it's good for the team to do that. And I know winning that last game definitely made that bus ride home. I bet it was it was a lot better ride. Had they lost that game, that would have been a long five hours home. Yeah, there's no doubt. Have you heard, I mean, Coach, I guess, mentioned last week that we're expecting to see Tiger not this weekend, but towards the end of the month maybe. And then we were kind of, you know, guessing, I guess, on potential rotation, and we assume he'll come out of the pen initially because they won't want to overtax that arm. But from what you've seen now with, you know, Gage Wood and some of the other guys who have performed well after being pressed into action, any thoughts on once you get these guys healthy, what that rotation might look like and what kind of roles guys will play? You know, it's hard to say. Normally, I would say if it was – I actually talked to Phil about this this morning. Because Phil kind of asked the same question. If 
if it was any normal player, I think they would ease Brady Taggart in, put him in like the sixth inning of a non-leverage situation, and let him get his feet wet. But knowing Brady Taggart, he's going to want the ball in the ninth inning um, with a one-run game. So I, I don't know. I think they're they're probably just going to throw him right in the fire. But it's good knowing that you've got guys Gage Wood at the end of the pen and Brady. That's a pretty good one-two punch at the end of the pen. Not to mention, you know, you still got Cody Adcock, Dylan Carter. You still got some other weapons down there as well. And then, well, we all know Hagen Smith. There's a chance Hagen could move back to that starting rotation uh, if Brady's healthy and um, and if he looks good. I think they could move uh, Hagen Smith back to the starting rotation. Probably, mm-hmm. probably put him in that. I don't know if they do Sunday role, and then if they needed him. I'm just speculating here. I'd put him in the Sunday role if they need him Saturday or Friday or Saturday. Then they could go to Hagen. But other, I don't think there's going to be a lot of changes. Okay. Well, Bubba, listen, I appreciate you coming help? on. And yeah, that's excellent. That's good. Um, oh, any idea who the midweek starter will? Forget it. Ben Bobby. <laughs> okay, <probably>. right. <laughs> the second yeah. game would be the, uh, the be... question, right? Yeah, two two midweek yeah. games this week. That's a good point. I think you're going to see Ben Bybee for one of them. You'll probably see Parker Coyle is another left-handed freshman start the other one. That would be my guess. Um, so, and you're going to get to see a lot of a lot of other guys play. Um, you know, they're going to they're going to mix in the lineup. A lot of the guys that you normally don't see are going to get some at bats this week. Which for me, that's exciting. A lot of fans want to see the superstars play. I want to see the guys that are the up and coming superstars play. So I'm excited to see some of those guys get some at bats. Very good. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. And Little Rock, like I said earlier, they just they had a home sweep this weekend. So uh, this isn't a bad Little Rock team. They're actually pretty good. So I think for some of the midweek tests that they've had, uh, this may be one of the tougher ones. You know they're well coached, but we're biased. Oh, I we think really so. Like hey, hey, I love Chris Curry. I really yeah. do. And you know, there's guys that that I've coached and watched grow up in the state that are playing for for. Uh, uh, UALR, and so for me, it's exciting. I get to see those guys come into town, play at Baum Walker, and so I love it. I love playing the in-state schools. I've always said that, um, but yeah, we we better bring our A game, or they're all be coming here and thump us. I know a few years ago they did beat us like yep. seventeen to seven or something like that. So yeah, they're gonna Chris Curry's gonna have those guys ready to play, and so I, it'll be a fun couple of days for us. And Phil texted me earlier and said we're gonna we're gonna do a broadcast one of those nights from the hog pen. Um, oh, cool. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be exciting. So, uh, so you guys be listening. You never know what you're going to hear coming out of the out of the crowd, Mike. Buddy, I never know what I'm going to hear coming out of that booth. So, yeah, nothing would surprise <laughs> me. Just keep them off the <laughs> keep them off the cold beers till the game's over, Bubba. <laughs> All right. Good point, Justin. I'll, I'll keep it clean for you, though, buddy. All right. We'll see you this weekend up there, man. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Y'all have a good week. I'll see you this weekend. Go All right, on. Bubba. Go Hogs. I was waiting for it. There you go, Bubba Carper. Thanks to Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. We didn't talk about this, Wes, but uh, basketball's got some new additions. Big yeah. guard, little guard. And then uh, we didn't talk about the football recruit either. But the, the big guard that's coming in, I guess, numbers aren't overwhelming, but the kind of size that you would expect from Musselman to be recruiting after bringing in a six-footer from Washington. Jamal Mark out of the University of Houston will join uh, Keon Minifield. So you got, yeah, that's kind of the best of both worlds. Both highly, you know, when you look at these ratings for some of the transfers, the guys in the portal, they were both up there and yeah. for the guards. And that's what they needed. That, you remember the poll question we had last week? What do you want? Point guard? Shooting guard? Mm-hmm. That's what they went out and got. And then K.J. Jackson verbally committing to Arkansas Sunday after making his second trip to Fayetteville last week. He is a, uh, a quarterback. He is 6'4", 217. Uh, other offers, North Carolina, Ole Miss, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, but it looks like that's where he's headed. A left-hander. When was the last time Arkansas had a left-handed quarterback? Ooh, it's been a minute. Uh, 132 at 205, 28-13, 42 touchdowns, 7 picks as a junior. Led his team to the the first ever state championship. Also ran 77 times for 171 yards and six touchdowns. Stan will be so happy. How many yards? Not that many. 171. Oh, not really. Six touchdowns. It's going to be difficult going from K.J. Jefferson to K.J. Jackson. We're going to need a couple years in between. (laughs) How many times are we going to mess that up? I don't know, but it's not the worst thing. Yeah, the worst thing. Yeah, that's probably true, too. 
The worst would have been, you know, because we can just, KJ will be easy, right? Mm -hmm. So we can just call him KJ all the time. Sure, absolutely. If it was like KKL or KM or something. Yeah, that would have been tough. That would have been tough. Yeah, you're right. Uh, This guy is called Navy Mike. Let's get him in here. What's up, Mike? How are you? Can we get Rebecca next? Maybe. Jacqueline? (laughs) Maybe Mike. Listen, Jacqueline had her best call maybe in history. Let's see what Mike's got. That's true. Mike, the bar's been set. What do you got? Hey, what's up, Justin? And uh, you know, Wes. Um, you, you know, I, I don't, I don't really understand the the whole Tony Vitello hate um, because obviously Tennessee hasn't really done jack in baseball since ever. But and and, and, I, and I think you know a lot of people forget, or maybe they just want to conveniently forget that he was actually in Fayetteville on the hill for what was it four years, five years before he even became a head coach. Um, he was on Dave Van Horn's staff. And, uh, you know, so it's like, you know, obviously the Hogs went to the, you know, College World Series championship series in 2018. Uh, Pop flash, uh ball away from winning it all. Um, you know, and I, I'm not trying to relive that moment, but I'm, what I'm saying is um, in 2016, two, two years before that, in 2016, uh, Tony Vitello was named, was awarded the SEC uh, Recruiter of the Year uh, right before he left Arkansas. Well, what that tells you is those guys that got to that championship series game uh, uh, um, in Omaha, um, they were they. Tony Vitello brought those guys there. He he's he's uh, directly responsible for those guys getting there and and taking this team to to uh, to uh, the. the you know, championship series um, so in Omaha. So let, let's not forget that, people. I mean, people just want to forget about stuff. And, Maybe, Mike, you know, no one has forgotten that. I think you're the only one who forgot that. You're, you're telling us things everybody knows. Vitello was here. Vitello was a great recruiter. Vitello was a great coach. You, you're telling us nothing. We all know that. I, I mean, I don't know the point of your call. What, what are you trying well, to say? Well, my call is like, what, so what is the hate then? What, like, what, why, why is it so easy Do you not watch baseball? I mean, Have you not watched baseball? You didn't see Vitello and Dave Van Horn get into it? And, and Vitello challenged Dave Van Horn? Did you not know it was all about recruiting? And Arkansas came in trying to recruit a guy that Tennessee thought they had, and they were fighting over that, and then it bowled over onto the field? Is this all new news to you? Because everybody else knows this and knows the hate and where it comes from. I don't think it's really hate. It's just uh, you know competitive uh, juices flowing and that stuff, which which is good for the game, you know. And and, and I, I we I like to see it, you know. I, I don't want to see handshakes all the time. I want I want to see fire, you know. And as far as as far as the tornado, um, I, I just want to toss some prayers out to those people that suffered. And um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Justin, you were like, uh, well, this has, it's kind of unprecedented. It's not really unprecedented. Um, I was a kid when um, the tornado, the F3, ripped through Garrison Avenue in Fort Smith uh, back in the mid-'90s. And, you know, that, that community came together, and, and, and they, you know, uh, uh, came through and um, uh, persevered. Yeah. So, sure. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's like, it, you're right. It's, you know, Tornadoes are bad. You watch yeah. the strong community. These, these guys, these guys uh, are, are, are coming together. You, you're seeing it right now. I mean, obviously, you're, you're sponsoring something that, for that in, in that effect, and that's great. Um, we're, you know, everybody's going to get through this. It, it might take a little while, but you know, it's gonna uh, take a little while. The, the, the sun's going to come up, and you know, That's tomorrow, and then next day, and the next day, and then it'll be it'll be just fine. But Mike, anyway, that's you. all I got, guys, and uh, y'all take care, man. That's all he's got. My my unprecedented part of it, I I again, I'm not an authority on Arkansas history, certainly not tornadic activity history, but. I would say that you have not probably seen as densely populated for as big a swath um, in the state's history, would be also, my guess. Also, once every 30 years is pretty rare, I mean. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great tweet by... Uh, it was Jacobium, right? That no, the it was Kid Meteorologist showing the history of... Uh, yeah. James Bryant. About, yeah. James, James Bryant, thank you. Yeah. I just call him Kid Meteorologist. Sorry. He's having his second kid, I think, and he's, I'm calling him Kid Meteorologist. He's, he's young to me. Anyway, and he sounds young. 
But he's a great meteorologist, he's doing a great job. But he did a nice little history lesson. It was uh, on Twitter today, and I shared that. But it has been a while, and it is not common. But obviously, you know, they are devastating when they hit a metro community because you got so many houses. Look, it's awful when it hit, hits any community. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if it's one house or one life or whatever. But um, again, you're talking about just a, such a significant amount of structural damage because of all the closely, uh, it's so so densely populated. So that's all I was trying to say. But anyway. Uh, we'll take a time out. It is 11:35. We are here at Rebsman Golf Course. If you want to help the cause and you're in the neighborhood or want to get into the neighborhood, pop by and see us. Drop off a non-perishable item. We'll be here until six. We're accepting donations until three. If you can't, there's a couple ways to support other causes. The tornado relief effort is going to uh, certainly be bolstered by to Little Rock with Love. It's a concert led by Justin Moore and many others with uh, Arkansas Connections. Matt Stell's coming in town for it as well. Great to see. And so that is going to be Wednesday at the Hall. Tickets are on sale if you go to the Hall's website. 30 bucks a pop and a great cause and a night of music to help the healing. And we appreciate those guys and gals that are going to be involved in that event. I also want to let you know this weekend at Oaklawn, even though the Derby is in the books and the biggest prep races are all done, this weekend, you got the Apple Blossom. It's a million-dollar race for four-year-olds and up. And so we'll see which uh, which of the female horses come together over a mile on a 16th. Secret Oath is expected to be there as part of it. We also have the Count Fleet Handicap. It's a half-million-dollar race for four-year-olds and up. And Tejano Twist, the Whitmore Stakes winner, expected to return for this sprint race. And they've got racing Friday through Sunday. Didn't have Sunday race because of Easter, but it's back this weekend. And if you can't make it, bet.oaklawn.com or oaklawnanywhere.com. Set up your account. iPhone, iPad users can download the app. New members can earn a sign-up bonus up to 150 bucks, and you can watch and wager on horse racing at any track. Also earn points for every dollar you wager, and you get great information for handicapping as well. It's all through Oaklawn Anywhere. And you can check it out at bet.oaklawn.com. Don't forget, Buzz23 is your code to get that $150 sign-up bonus. We are back. We'll continue on after this in the zone. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Sports Center. Arkansas baseball got a series win over the weekend in Oxford, taking two out of three from Ole Miss. The Razorbacks will play again tomorrow as they start a two-game homestand against the Little Rock Trojans. Arkansas football and basketball got some big additions this weekend. We'll start in football where on Saturday, four-star linebacker out of Batesville, Mississippi, Julius Pope announced his plans to attend Arkansas. Pope shows Arkansas over Alabama, Michigan, Oregon, Mississippi State, and others. Then on Sunday, the Razorbacks added four-star quarterback K.J. Jackson out of Montgomery, Alabama. Jackson shows Arkansas over North Carolina and held offers from Ole Miss, Penn State, Kentucky, and others. Arkansas now has five commits for the 2024 class. Four of them are four stars. And in basketball, Arkansas added Houston guard Tremont Mark via the transfer portal. Mark averaged 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, and one steal while shooting 39% from the field and 33% from three. The 6'5 guard is known for his defense. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With a super low down payment to get started, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today at directauto.com. Down payments vary. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Take it back to the heyday of Motown Sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland Stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. Reach out. I'll be there. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. The Four Tops live at Oaklawn Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Arkansans were understandably disappointed by the Razorbacks' loss to an excellent UConn squad. But some perspective is in order. The Hogs have made three straight Sweet 16s after not even making one for 25 years. Yeah, they had an up-and-down season, but they lost their two top players to injury. 
Eric Musselman has established the Razorbacks as a national power again, after decades of being mostly irrelevant. Hog fans have a lot to be excited about, as the future of Arkansas basketball is bright. The must bus is going places, folks. The future is also bright at Doublebee's, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans with excellence, convenience, and value. Make Doublebee's a regular stop during your busy week. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Great lawn start today, long before the grass is green. If you live in central Arkansas, Sanders Ground Essentials can help make your yard into a great lawn. Call Sanders Ground Essentials today at 315-9395 or on the web, sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials, let's get growing. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Came back for the win. Rewind playing a little catch-up here. That was a longer first segment uh, because Wes and Navy Mike had to um, exchange some pleasantries, so that was nice. Also got to talk to Bubba. That was great. Thanks again to Johnston's Home Center. We are here at Revsman. If you want to drop off a uh, non-perishable food item, come on with it. We'll take it until 3 o'clock today. Love to see you. Come say hello. And we've got folks out here warming up for the afternoon. Thanks to Corky's Barbecue for providing lunch and to Big Red for breakfast. Did you get one of the sandwiches? Or you missed I did one? not. I missed. Oh, there's a hundred of them back at the station, so you can have them okay. tomorrow morning. Oh, they're so good. So good. Sausage, egg, cheese on a croissant. Oh, oui, oh, oui. Oui. It was delish. Anyway, Christian, if you're uh, looking for lunch, we're going to have you set up down here for Corky's, but there's also breakfast sandwiches downstairs if you're interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, come down there around 12 and get me and HB some stuff. Okay, very good. Uh, Feral Hog says Arkansas continue to recruit a player that had already committed to Tennessee. Vitello probably would have handled his frust- could have handled his frustration differently, but Arkansas continue to pursue a recruit that had already c- committed. Are you saying Vitello shouldn't have been frustrated about that, Wes? Yes. Concur 100 percent with Wes. You don't it, you don't do it. Let it boil over onto the field like that. Well, also, especially when you have a relationship with that coach. Guys, you do talk that. About it. Yeah. If it's a verbal commitment, it is non-binding. Yeah. It happens <laughs> in every sport before? all the time. I mean, I don't see an issue with it at all. I expect no. Tennessee to chase Arkansas guys who were committed too. Yeah. Uh, there was a basketball player Arkansas got this year, Chuck. Uh, unnamed. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep him unnamed. Uh, rival SEC school thought he was going to their school until the last minute where Arkansas anted up their NIL money, gave him a little bit more NIL money, and he came to Arkansas instead. So, no, that that goes on until they sign on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. There are coaches calling a kid the morning of signing day, trying to get sway them Absolutely. and get them to change their mind. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it does. That's exactly right. How do you think Wes got married? Um, <laughs> he's like, are you sure? He's like, let me. She's like, all right, fine, Wes, I'll marry you. Jeez. Um, let's see. B.A. Hogg says, Bubba, even though you rarely travel for broadcasts with Phil, given you're not you're very public and appreciated this name for Ole Miss, what gives you not going this weekend? He's busy with youth baseball. That's why he doesn't travel. He's got kids there, so it's hard for him to get away. I'll give him a pass on that. I'm sure he would have liked to have been there, so he could have made fun of him. Um, are there any updates on A.J. Black? And I assume you mean Anthony Black. I've not heard a word about it, but we're all assuming he's going pro. In fact, somebody I heard talking on the morning show today said that they saw a projection where he was projected ahead of Nick Smith, which doesn't even surprise me a little bit, actually. No. Yeah, I definitely could see that happening now. Um, this person says from the 501, I have a buddy that's in the Army Reserve and just got back from a long deployment. He's taking his family to the spring game this weekend, and I would love to find him some baseball tickets. They need four. Okay, well, if anybody has some, send us a note on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line that you want to sell or give or you can call us at 661-1037. I'll be happy to pass the information along if we get some. We're going to be giving a few away. we got a few hog pen tickets to give away for the weekend. I think we've got a pair of tickets maybe. Um, actually, I think all of them for I Sunday. Think, yeah, we have five pair. So we'll be giving away tickets for Sunday's game every day this week. Okay, that sounds good. Um, actually, we'll do it in the next hour. For the love of the Easter Bunny, hang up on Navy Mike. Easter's over, Jacqueline. Come on. Um, let's see. Breaking news, Navy Mike. New Year's is over too, by the way. Just Chuck, Stammer Moore, Navy Mike, Hacker and Harrison, Navy Mike, Master of the Obvious. A. Riggy, you know what's not a breath of fresh air? Navy Mike's calls. Geez, get him, Wes. Um, And Steve says, oh, he's just sending us a picture. Happy 69th, Steve. He's on the uh, Little Red with his boys. It's a good way to spend the day. Uh, I get a note here from someone who says, um, does Wes not like Navy Mike? Wow. Like Wes has never told us information we already heard or knew. Yeah, Wes, get off him. Hypocrite. 
I'm with you. We've talked about that over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, acting like it's some kind of newsworthy note that Vitello is a great coach and a great recruiter is uh, seems unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, giving us the back history that Vitello worked at Arkansas. Yeah, it was a great recruiter. He didn't mention Chris Curry. He used to work in Arkansas too. That's initially what I thought he was talking about. Then I was trying to follow his story, but sometimes it, it was hard. Well, there were a lot of people who got lost yeah. during the stammering and stuttering, yeah, and the obvious. You know, I will tell you guys this, though. I've said this before. In person, I actually like Navy Mike. He's actually a good dude. Yeah. He, he frustrates me as a caller, but I actually like him as a human being. Yeah, we met him uh, a couple of times. Unlike some other callers who call in that I act like I don't like on the air, and I literally don't like in person, <laughs> there are those, too. Um, but Mike is not on that list. He's actually not a bad dude. So uh, It's 11.46. Let's go ahead and take our time out. We'll come back and wrap up second hour. Entertainment news in the final hour, which apparently Christian's not interested in. He's going to pull Wes and ignore us and come get lunch instead, which, frankly, is probably the right move. More Let's interested in food. Yeah, yeah I mean, here's what I don't understand, though, Christian. If you're getting food for you and HB... Why didn't HB come and get it? Thank you, Wes. That's a good point. Words right out of my mouth. But maybe he's yeah. going to be doing some work. I don't know. Well, he can break away. He's not doing a live show. Maybe we can get him to come and pick up food for you guys. You can put it on. We know what you want. You want like Plain. chicken, yeah. <laughs> Plain. I mean, your your plate's easy to make. Yeah. So anyway, bread, meat. Yeah. You guys figure. You do it out. barbecue sauce though, right? No, no sauce. He's sauce free. Wow. See. Okay. Could not be very easier. easy. Could not be easier. Anyway, we've got some more from Dave Van Horn and some of the players from over the weekend. We'll get to in just a bit. Uh, not one of them mentioned that uh, Tony Vitelli used to work at Arkansas. We will return to Rebsman Park Golf Course. There's Dee Dee. I need a massage. All right. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Arcare is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Arcare, so you can live your story. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go-to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Only at Brewskies. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They found a better, natural way to relief, using your body's own healing properties that you were born with, and it takes place the same day right in the office. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. With a schedule like mine, I don't always have time to run into a store for things I need. Greenway makes it easy to order equipment, parts, John Deere apparel, and even toys for my kids. And I have 24-7 access to Greenway's dealership right at my fingertips. 
That's why I shop online at GoGreenway.com. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America. Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now. My apologies. You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The Zone with Justin Acri and Westmore is back. at Repsman. I'm going to tell you about Big O Tires real quick. Big O Tires is a great selection of tires. They get all the name brand tires, but of course they've got the Big O Tire. It is a fantastic tire, and they've always got great deals. You can go to BigOtires.com slash deals to see their monthly deals. Two locations. They're in Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it is Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. And Big Big O Tires does more than just tires. They'll do some maintenance on your vehicle. If there's something wrong with your car, stop on by Big O Tires. Let them take a look at it. That check engine light's been on for a while, and you just don't know where to take it. I would take it to Big O Tires. Cabot and Conway, they are the team we trust. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Man, oh, man, the bus bus. This one's uh, from the 501s. Really excited about Jermon Mark and uh, Keon Minifield. And plus, you know, they're not done. You have had a couple of guys come out and say that they're coming back. We still haven't heard from one of the Mitchell twins, right? That well, did, did that happen over the weekend? Mikel announced he's leaving. They're going to the portal. Right. I haven't heard from Makai. Makai, we don't know. Yep, I've heard some things about that. So, I, And I've heard from people I trust that there's a good likelihood they will not be in the same place next year. Okay. You know what? Here's what's curious to me. They're still hitting the portal, the, the Razorbacks are, and they're still on some guys. Yep. And they're still bringing guys in for a visit. Right. There has to be some more guys leaving. Yes. But guys are saying they're coming back. Right. I hope they're not foolishly saying they're coming back, and later on they're told, we don't have a spot for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. You know, um, Cam Hunter, who left Central Arkansas, went the portal, and obviously he was very interested in going to Arkansas, it looked like, and he went up there and went so far as to get his picture taken in a Razorback uniform as part of the recruiting process. He ended up at Butler over the weekend. So I'm guessing, after they started bringing in guards and putting him on hold, he said, uh, let me do something else. Yeah. And there's a lot of places he'll, he would have an opportunity to play. So I hope that works out for him. I'm, I'm sad that he left Conway, but I'm wishing him the best. He's just as good a kid as you're ever going to find, a hard worker. But, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, they were like, okay, we're actually going to take this kid. But, I mean, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Maybe that would have been a good fit for him and for them, but. There are a lot of moving parts. I would not want to try to manage a roster in today's environment. No. And how about Butler? You like that for, uh, I mean, I know you don't like it. You yeah. wish he was at UCA, but is this a, a good spot for him, I mean, a good landing spot? You play in the historic field house. You're in Indianapolis, which is a great city. I mean, I think it would be great for him, you know? It will be good competition, probably good. a little better competition. So it will be, yeah, I mean, if he's got, and I know he does, have pro aspirations. I mean, he's far outperformed. His recruitment. I said I was talking to uh, one of my buddies who's an assistant there, and I was like, "Well, what was his like? What was the recruiting on him?" I said, "Was he like a three star?" Well, he's like, "He was a no star." Like you know, nobody would have ever believed, but you can outwork the uh, predictions, right? Yeah, that's what he's done quickly. Yep. Uh, this says the difference between this on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. The difference between football or basketball recruiting and baseball is it's unwritten rule or understanding that once a kid commits in baseball, you leave him alone unless he decides to open up his recruiting again. I've never heard that before. But I could be wrong. I'll Unwritten rules are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they need to write those down for everybody, apparently. This person says, Tony did the same thing prior to DVH doing that. He was committed to Arkansas, and when Tony left, he told the player to go to JUCO so he could come to Tennessee the next year. Okay. Uh, negative Mike, sounds like he took too many shots to the head here lately. And wish I could have gotten in to ask Bubba when DVH is finally going to get Bolton out of the lineup. Not a fan. Wes? His bat hasn't been as good recently. You know, he started off hitting the ball well and fielding well, and then he made a couple errors, and he was out of the lineup. Now, he has had a back injury that he was dealing with, so I don't know how much is that is um, uh, hurting him at the plate even now. Um, but then when you have Harold Cole that's hitting the ball so well every time he gets in, yeah, I've got a buddy who says the same thing. All right, I'm willing to live with Harold Cole's defense because of what he provides with the bat. Well, Okay. Uh, I will say Caleb Cowley's batting 220, and he had a great weekend. So, you know, maybe Dave has a pretty good feel for 
if the guys are on their way up or down. And it hurt when uh, Saturday's game that they lost. You, you get the bases loaded. I guess that was Friday's game, sorry. Um, bases loaded, nobody out, and you get one run. And that was very disappointing. Uh, and Bolton was one of those guys that failed to bring a runner in on third with less than two outs. Mm-hmm. And that was a chance to blow that game wide open, and they got one run. And they end up losing that game. So that was that was disappointing, and he was part of the failure to bring runs in. Yep. Um, Kentucky Derby. We're pretty much set now. There are now. I got to find out. I haven't seen the expected starters. There's a there's a race at Keeneland this weekend, and I think the winner maybe gets ten or twenty. But if you've got enough, you know, really twenty would be enough to get you in. It's crazy. Like we were looking through the numbers, and we were talking about uh, Frank Fletcher's horse, and Rocket Can has sixty points. So he's well within the number to get into the Kentucky Derby if they choose to go that route. He still has not announced? I haven't heard anything on anybody officially yet, but Forte's obviously the runaway favorite or will be on the morning line. Practical move, Angel of Empire, the Derby winner, is third. Tappet Trice, which won a prep race over the weekends, fourth. Two fills, Lord Miles. Um, but anyway, the horses that have Arkansas connections, Confidence Game, Verifying, and Sun Thunder, all top five, all top 15. So they're safely in reincarnate is at 45 points, um, and I guess then they look at earnings when they've got the same number of points, and he's 18, so he would be in. King Russell, which finished third, second or third in the Derby? Second. Second. He's at 40, so he's outside looking in at this point, depending on how many horses decide to go. But victory formation is what I'm looking at, because I was told, remember Brad Cox told us a while back, that victory formation, they were looking at maybe trying to run a prep in Keeneland, and that, that race is the last little prep race here this weekend. And if he gets the ten points, that would that be enough? I don't because know what else he had. He he had some points. He was showing up on my list. This was before this past weekend. There were a lot of big races, and it, for example, Frank's other horse was Rocket Cam was around. Six, he was tied for sixth. He was in seventh place in points, and now Rocket Cam's further down that list with all the horses that have moved in in front of him after last weekend. Yeah, we don't have the they don't they haven't drawn for that the weekend racing yet at Keeneland, so I don't know yet, but. Um, anyway, that's what I kind of got the feeling that that's where they were pointed. So he'll have to win it, I would think, to get in probably. But we'll see what shakes out. Uh, next hour, entertainment, birthdays, and uh, and barbecue. Thanks to Corky's for providing lunch today. A lot, of, a lot of happy faces, a lot of golfers out here. And, again, if you want to put some smiles on some faces, too, we would uh, love it if you drop off some non-perishable food items here at Rebsman Golf Course between now and 3 o'clock. We will be here until then. Out of bounds. We'll pick it up after we're done. And uh, Mr. Rainwater will be finishing the day from the studio, I imagine, because most of the golf will be wrapped up by the time they get rolling into their show this afternoon, or at least a lot of it will be. So I'm not sure what their plan is. It's a great they day to be out here. Two though. hours out here and then do the last hour in the studio. Good. I Good. mean, because it's, what, a three-minute drive to the studio? Sure is. Got a six-minute break? Sure does. Plenty of time. An eight-minute break. Yeah. Seven. 220, 221. Anyway, be back in a second. You're in the zone. Stay with us. John Smith's Home Center in Benton is in the middle of an inventory reduction sale. So what does that mean for you? Savings. Save on the full line of steel products to help you on the outside of your house. And on the inside? Save on washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators from Maytag, GE, Samsung, and Frigidaire. Is the inventory reduction sale going on now at Johnston's Home Center in Benton? 